Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to another awesome episode of Super Physio Stories, or is that Untold Physio Stories? I'm your host, Urson Religioso, and back with me is my co-host, Jason Shane from The Longest Holiday Ever. It was a pretty long holiday, I think. How many episodes was I gone for, Urson? Uh, I don't know. It was like a three to four episode holiday, and if you count all the uh, submitted episodes where people just recorded audio remotely. It was a five-episode holiday, however so long you guys think feels, that is. I don't know. It feels like I've been away for over a month. Yeah, it sure does. It sure does. Um, also, we haven't been recording together because of our little ones. Um, and, you know, we haven't had a chance to record another episode of the Negligent Father podcast, but <laughs> that might happen soon. We'll see. I have about another, you know, 10 minutes. So uh, why don't you introduce we- our esteemed guest today. Absolutely. Our first Aussie. Right. It is our first Aussie. So we are lucky enough to have Sean Smale. Uh, She is from Australia, but living in San Francisco currently. And she writes some fabulous blogs, which is how I originally found her. And I will let her introduce herself and maybe give us a little bit of her background and then tell us her, uh, yeah, and then I'll ask her uh, our key question that we always like to ask. Welcome, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Erson and Jason, for inviting me to speak today. Um, so I'm from Melbourne, originally born actually in Cape Town, South Africa, and San Francisco is my second immigration, which is going very well so far. And I graduated in 2009 and originally worked in women's health and found my way across to private practice work and from there decided to go back and do my master's degree in musculoskeletal physio and uh, learned a huge amount about physiotherapy and manual therapy and completely fell in love with the profession and from there started writing the blog Rainer and Smale with one of my friends. And for those of you who are not reading that currently, fabulous blog, as I said earlier, but we'll talk, we'll, we'll definitely touch on more of that uh, at the end of the podcast. So um, we're going to get right to it. And uh, one of our listeners' uh, favorite comments is they like our short form podcast, so we keep them under 10 minutes. So the question that we have for all of our guests is, can you share with our listeners one of your more memorable successes or failures in your business or practice? Yeah, so I'm going to share with you one of my more memorable failures, but it's it's not a failure in a bad sense. It's a failure in uh, learning something very interesting and seeing a rare case happen over time. Um, and it was a few years ago that a nine-year-old girl came in um, to the clinic with her mum and had the most severe right-sided neck pain, right almost in the cervicothoracic junction region. And 
she couldn't remember what had happened and she woke up with it that day, but it was just so severe. She couldn't turn her head. She couldn't nod. She was basically um, not even moving her eyes. She was in so much pain. And I really hadn't seen that happen that often in children, particularly just waking up that way. It looked like one of those acute rye necks you see much older in adults. Um, and it took me back to a time when I had first graduated and I was very hesitant about sending children off for x-rays. Um, and a young boy had come in falling off a trampoline and hitting his head on the floor and uh, again, couldn't move his neck and was in a lot of pain. And I was a bit unsure as to how severe his injury might be. Um, and after asking our head physiotherapist to give me a second opinion, he said, well, you definitely need to send this child off for an x-ray because he's fallen and he's hit his head and he's in a lot of pain. Um, and we did that. And it turns out that the boy had fractured the tip of his C7 transverse process. So quite a severe little injury to come off a trampoline. So immediately this girl comes in and I, and I think to myself, I've only seen this once before. And so to me, this looks like this looks like a fracture or at least something very close. And yet she woke up that way in the morning. So my stomach starts to churn and I'm thinking, oh, that's not, not really sure that she's telling me the truth. So we go through the, the minimum assessment for the first day, having a look at her range of movement and looking and seeing if she can tolerate any palpation. And, and really I couldn't get any valuable information from her. And so I felt like I was probably going to lose her unless I went down the path of trying to build up some rapport. Um, and particularly the mother was quite nervous and she was in the room and, and all along I'm wondering how much of the truth the child is telling me. So I went with the policy I have with every patient, which is honesty is key and tell them what I'm thinking and kind of take them on the journey with me. So I pulled out my skeleton and I started explaining to the nine-year-old uh, the anatomy of the neck and all the wonderful things that are in there and how it all works together so that we can move and we can function. Um, and I explained to her that at, based on how she was presenting today and the information that she'd given me, I was quite concerned about her neck. Um, and so I put her in a soft collar and I sent her off for an x-ray. Um, and I said, well, I want you to come back when you've had your x-ray and we're going to go through this together and we're going to work it out. Um, and that's all I felt I could do on the first day. Um, she came back 24 hours later with the x-ray and luckily the x-ray was all clear uh, and her neck range had started to improve and she was allowing me to touch it a little bit but still I guess the pieces just didn't fit and um, I just wasn't confident in my diagnosis and well, well I was confident that my diagnosis of insidious onset of neck pain wasn't fitting and I asked her just a simple question of after our first session, did you remember anything else that might have happened to make your neck as sore as it is today? And there was this long, awkward pause, and then she just broke down and started crying, and the mum was about to strangle me. I think she thought I was harassing her child, and then the child opened up and said that she'd been bullied at school for the last several months and the day before her neck pain started, she, this person that was bullying her had picked her up and then kind of thrown or dropped her on the floor and she'd hit her head on the concrete. And that's how her neck pain had began. So luckily that the neck wasn't actually broken, but it kind of opened up to the story that neither of us expected. 
Um, and so that's the story that I wanted to share with you and about just like sticking to your guns and knowing that it's our job to really try find the answers and know that in the benefit of the patient, you have to keep hunting for the truth. Wow. Earth. Well, well, that's a, that's a great story. And, and yeah, I mean, bullying is a huge problem. Um, so I mean, that's, that's a good find. And it reminds me of a story I want to share in a future podcast, actually. Um, but I have nothing other to add to that, but, uh, you know, sticking to your guns is important. And I, like I always say, trust your gut. And I, I think some of my thoughts, cause, uh, Sean had mentioned some aspects of the story to me before the podcast was same idea is that, you know, when the presentation, you know, doesn't fit the story, you know, when the subjective doesn't fit the objective is to keep digging and then also what I thought why this would be such a spectacular learning story for our listeners is, you know, as, as you said, Urson, bullying is an issue. And if you're working with a young, younger child, you know, that not that one's going to keep it in the back of their mind all the time, but, you know, Sean, spectacular to keep digging there because, you know, it may be a less experienced clinician or someone afraid to go there might not have continue to push it. And I mean, it sounds as though, I mean, hopefully even out of this, you know, there was even a greater uh, context in the sense that not just that, obviously, I'm sure her neck pain improved with you, but that, you know, this probably allowed uh, her mother, her family to be able to address this bullying issue. So very powerful story. I mean, hearing you tell it in person, I mean, we'd gone through uh, email back and forth a little bit is just, uh, you know, a, a I think a great story to share with our listeners. And uh, I know I, for one, definitely appreciate you sharing it today. Thank you very much. I think for me, the take home message is when you do have kids with their parents, uh, it's very important to try and hear the story from their perspective um, and not let them be spoken for. So I guess that's always hard, um, but important to try and achieve that too. Perfect. Well, um, on a brighter note, not, not, I think that still was a bright note, actually, is um, where can people follow you? So through uh, social media, what's the best way for them to keep up with? Uh, so we have a Facebook page um, for Rainer and Smale, um, which uh, we post and share a lot of the blog content. Otherwise, you can subscribe directly to the blog. Um, and then I have a website as well, which is shansmail.com, and that links all of the sites together. And can you, for our listeners who might not be as familiar with the spelling, can you spell that for our listeners? Uh, Raina Smale is R-A-Y-N-E-R-S-M-A-L-E. Perfect. And also, um, I was lucky enough to take a look at uh, one of uh, the online uh, um, training programs that you developed for postpartum women, which I thought was spectacular, uh, um, considering my wife, uh, you know, recently had a child about five months ago. And if people want to take a look at that, where can they see that? Thank you. Um, yes, that's also, you can get to it via my page, but it is called Hey Fit Mama. Um, so heyfitmama.com and it's a 16-week program for either prenatal or postnatal um, to do home exercise programs and learn about safe exercises at home. Perfect. Urson, uh, I think uh, you're the king of the outro here. Uh, can I leave it to you to uh, uh, send us off here? Sure. You mean 
since I do so well with intros. But anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Keep the comments coming, guys. We really appreciate all the comments and discussion the podcast has been generating. Please like our Facebook pages, uh, facebook.com Modern Manual Therapy and Shane Physiotherapy. Follow our blogs, watch our videos, attend our courses. <laughs> Please uh, share the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. And rank us on iTunes and Google Play. That really, really helps. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next time. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.